They said great, pave the way, change the rain, release the pain, lease you sane, getting paid, trend setting, brighter days, dope a rap, night is set, high and deadly, I'm a fighter jet, Jeremy What's good, everyone? Major League Pod. We are back after two weeks because, you know, MLW doesn't want to work weekly anymore. So why should we? I'm Rob Kammer, host of the MLW Confusion Podcast. And with me, as always, ever present, the Megatron of wrestling news, Muffins Martinez. Muffins, how are you doing this afternoon? Man, the Megatron. Now I'm a Decepticon now. Good God. I was wondering if we could skip the whole thing and just go right to the main event because I have a lot to say about this. I, you know, it's weird, like, comparatively speaking, like, there was so much news coming in, like, that came out of the show. Like, it, it, it totally overshadowed, like, the match listing. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, like, we let's just jump right into things. I got my props ready. So, uh, maybe yeah. that. Yeah, I wish, man. Now, we, now we, let's do it right. Let's do it the right way, man. Because a lot of this, a lot of the stuff was good, especially that that first match, Ichiban and uh, Asuka Rocky Romero. You know, this it, the show started good, man. The show started good. Well, and I will like I will argue there was nothing inherently wrong with this show by itself. Like without mm-hmm. every match, almost every match had some some uh, some return or some like giant news piece to come out of it like the only one that really didn't uh well two the first two matches didn't have anything big come out of it come out of it um the uh two out of three falls and then the uh hoss fight second gear crew manders well, versus uh well i was very surprised that ichiban didn't win to be honest with you i, I thought that he would have won the belt i thought that i personally i thought that made more narrative sense like the whole point of the story was Ichiban had been fighting the numbers game, and now we have a match that is literally a numbers game in two or three, two out of three falls. And Rocky beat him clean, like outside of like, uh, I mean, outside of a two bits, uh, two spots of you know, some chicanery, but like overall, like you know, he he pinned him pretty darn clean. So, unless uh, like, unless this feud is not over yet. Which I, uh, which thanks to the uh, again, I'm going to rag on this until they fix it. Uh, thanks to the new taping schedule, like who, like we won't find out whether this this is the end or not for at least two weeks unless they pop something up on on YouTube. Well, let me ask you a question: Like, the, does this hurt Ichiban going forward? I mean, since he lost clearly in the last set or the last uh, pinfall there, I mean, like, can he come back from that? I mean, he can. Like he's not like he's not damaged goods, I don't think. And le- but like any any feud and any loss, I I don't think one loss will hurt any individual. It's the follow up to that loss, especially in these big situations. So, you know, Ichiban. So as long as Ichiban like basically comes right back and is and like immediately establishes himself, basically we'll say just ignoring, uh, basically ignores the, that the loss ever happened. Like he comes in and he's still a ball of fire because he's got himself over like the crowd is thoroughly behind him you know so the only way like he's going to be damaged is basically if there's no follow-up to this whatsoever uh i'll i'll compare it to kofi kingston losing the world heavyweight championship there is no shame being squashed by brock lesnar especially with that size differential what hurt kofi is that 
as soon as he lost, like basically he's like, "Hey, former new uh, former uh, WWE heavyweight champion, I'm happy to be here. Have a pancake." You yes. know, he 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 didn't keep any of that fire he had throughout the championship. He he just ignored like he just ignored anything. He didn't want revenge. He didn't want a title back. He just went back to playing with the new day. And yeah. so like if if as long as Ichiban acknowledges and like you know shows the fire and keeps you know keeps the ball rolling and saying like we're not done yet or you like yes you got me this time but i will be back stronger you know he he will be fine because obviously he'll get the crowd behind him no matter what he does and then like you mentioned the big house fight there which was a big humongous house fight yeah yeah that, that was like i mean and i'll be honest that was a really 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 good match I'm happy that Davey Boy Smith is back, you know, 100%. I had a conversation with uh, uh, the, uh, what's his name? The one who lost to Davey Boy Smith? Manders? Yeah. So, no, yeah, yes, uh, yes. Uh, like, you know, how he got beat and he got, you know, the destroy or whatever. And he tweeted back saying, you know, well, I still got up. And, yeah. Uh, he got up and I'll get up next time. I was like, yeah, I don't know about that, but. Well. And I think that was, and that was the, really the story of the match because, yeah, he did get dominated yeah. oh, a yes. big spot of match. But to his credit, and you know, this didn't come from me. Uh, to his credit, uh, you know, he did. He didn't like stay down. He got up until he until he passed out, and even passing out, he let the ref know what he thought about it. Yeah. And before he went out, and then he cut and like even then, as soon as like the match is over, he was he was starting to get up before he got blindsided too. So and, and I thought you would have been happy with him losing, so yeah. get some measure of revenge. Yeah. So like I, I, you know, it told the story. Like again, we're if we're t looking at this as a, sto a story based narrative, it told you know it told a good story. And again, we'll we'll see what comes after it. You know, MSL cool. did reference going after the tag titles. Well, yes. again, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that should be interesting. And one thing we forgot to mention is how the show started, and Max Striker is no longer. Yeah, we jumped that. I did have that yeah. first in and my notes, and then we just, and then yes. we just kind of like, you know, got, yeah. I got salty about things. Uh, yeah. And I was surprised. I was surprised and happy at the same time because they never referenced it during the issues on, on, on the internet yeah. or anything like that on Twitter, but at least they did good on it. He, they replaced them. Like, we don't know what happened, but I'm pretty sure they said, okay, we got to gotta move gears here. And they brought the guy, which I, I remember him from when they did the Lucha stuff down in Mexico, and he was doing yeah. the, there with uh, Dombrowski. So I'm thinking, okay, good. You know, I like this guy. Yeah, no, it was a welcome change. And I, I for one, like I, a lot of the internet wrestling community, for better or for worse, they are awfully hard on Matt Stryker. And like, I've always, I've always thought he was decent at times. Like, I, I don't think he deserved a lot of the hate that he will say usually got. Um, but I'm, I definitely, well, we've heard on, on this very podcast and then on Confusion, my thoughts of what he said on Kings of Coliseum. And we definitely needed a response. And we, at a certain level, never really got that response. And actually, yeah, officially no. speaking, we don't even know if this was a response. I mean, yeah. let's uh, let let's face it; nobody said anything. It's just like, hey, here's Christian Cole. Uh, but like the timing of it is, of course, very suspect. And oh, yeah. Mr. Striker is no longer on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. So we we could assume that he 
quietly and whispery got swept away under the rug and let's just kind of say that he it never happened. Yeah. He was never here kind of thing. Yeah, which is honestly for the best because that was the only thing people were talking about last yes. month. Yes. What was the third match after that? Uh, third match was the dream match. Uh, Yuji Nagata versus Jacob Fatu. Yes. Woo! And that was a fun match overall. Uh, I, I'm surprised it didn't go longer just Me because too. of just the guys involved. Um, the only thing I'm going to complain about, and I have my old man yells at clouds moments, like pile drivers being kicked out of, and there were three pile drivers kicked out of not like i kept count or anything uh not this match just in general um but like nagata spent all this time working the arm in the match and then fatu did the handspring yeah. salt, and that made me salty but yeah. you know There's stuff like whatever, that kind of just irks you like you're doing all this to work on a body part to take a move away but you still hit the move perfectly so what's the point of doing all this if he's still gonna be able to do a handspring elbow thing and not even show any type of wear and tear on the arm that's being worked on. Yeah. You know, but, that, that's the things that kind of gets you upset. Like, what's the point then? But overall, it didn't ruin the match for me. Um, but I, I was kind of surprised, like, they didn't make it seem a bit more epic because they really kind of hyped this as a dream match, especially since uh, Nagata is a legend. And yes. then, like, as we are slowly potentially finding out, that uh this is this is Fatu's swan song as yes. well like he's a, he's going to be he is a free agent he's currently a free agent it's not precluding him necessarily from working mlw but he's implied that he's not working yeah. mlw because i think he was a free agent right on thursday and he put it out there and he wrestled on saturday you know which is classy of him to do yeah and well, you know, and then we saw what happened afterwards when he grabbed the microphone to kind of give us a speech and we saw the flag of Contra come out that that got Chef back excited again mm -hmm. and, and talking wrestling. And we saw like 27 different, uh, what they call the Sentai the Death Squad. Sendai, yeah, Sendai yeah, Death like Squad. Come in. And then we saw, you know, Max Kruger or AKA Cruel in the Indies, you know, kind of taking up, picking up the mantle, coming in and kind of decapitating. Yeah. Like that, that was a very strong visual. Like yes. say what I want about the name, uh, you know, the myriad of nameless schools that came came out th through everything. Uh, the whole faux decapitation thing really, uh, really uh, stuck with yeah. me, and it was and, a very, a very, thing, a very effective visual. And, and what I would like to happen now is that, oh, you know, Max Kruger was burned in the last match almost two years ago. Blah 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 blah. Now he's being reincarnated, and now he's back as cruel. You know, use that name that he's been carrying down in the Indies. And hopefully he could bring in his contract unit that he's been using now in the Indies for the last two years because he's actually been the main guy carrying the whole Contra unit thing out there away from the main shows and still keeping it alive. And if they do, I mean, he has an impressive crew out there down in, in Southern, Southern Heritage Wrestling, I believe, that that's where a lot of the stuff happens. Um, you know, and he has a female manager. He has he has like four other guys with him. So hopefully, slowly they'll bring those guys in. Because I don't, you know, now if if Fatu is actually gone, that's the biggest guy that was in contract unit gone. And then who will you bring from the past that was there before? 
So I, mean, I guess only time we'll see. And I'm pretty sure, like you mentioned, we'll see some kind of rematch at the uh, February 29th intimidation games. Yep, they, if, they've, they've, they've made that official. If he doesn't get signed by somebody before then, and they right. say, no, come on, we, we're going to take you down. Yeah. We're not uh, yeah, going to uh, Bakley Brawl. Yeah, but I wasn't aware he was still uh, carrying the flag of Contra. But I'm not familiar with his southern work. Like I, I, I see him work a bit more uh, northeast, and yeah. the northeast he he does he doesn't really carry the crew with him so much. Yeah, yeah, it's the southern southern honor wrestling. Uh, he does the whole Contra unit thing. He has uh, Alex Alex some AC Mac, one of the guys from um, the infantry. And then hmm. one other guy, and then a female, who has like his manager spokesperson, who also wrestles, oh. and she's a beast. So, yeah. and, and then he's, he's I also got a hat for you. Okay. Uh, oh. yeah, <laughs> I, I can't I can't transfer the screens. Yeah, no, right. But he's also doing championship wrestling for Memphis, where he's been there the last two or three episodes. He won the the Royal Rumble type match. And now he's gonna go after Brett Michaels, the gun show for the title. So that's the contract unit. So he's uh, definitely bringing the stuff out there. If if you know if myself, you keep yourself up to date on everything wrestling, <laughs> you'll see him. But like you say, you know, if, if if you only step to one side, you know, when when you single and got a lot of uh, body issues, YouTube becomes your best friend. Yeah, well, and there's there's uh, there's a handful of blind spots in my wrestling yeah, yeah, repertoire, uh, and the and the deep south is one is one of them. Though yeah. I'm I, I'm going to you know humble brag on this one. I should have known something was up because uh, I, I'm being monitored online again by Contra. Oh. So uh, oh. that that's been a handful of year, years since that happened. Oh. I should, so I should I should have known something was up. Be careful with that, then. Oh, no, I've said for, uh, if you catch the old episodes of Confusion, I've said at various times. Like if you hear me mouth off too much and I mysteriously disappear, there's a chance that I'm in a bunker in Siberia, or in the death pits of Cambodia, yes. or any or yeah, you know, or any other place that uh, uh, Joseph Samael liked to talk about. In yes, Contra Pro yes. <laughs> promos. Um, no, I, I, that was one of the biggest surprises to me was Cruel coming back. I was expecting yeah. it later on, not now. Yeah, because I mean they've only did they've only done like. Uh, like two, maybe three, like flashes of that con of the black yes, flag of Contra. Flag, so yeah. I, I figured, yeah, I figured like we'd pull it out a little bit more. But I guess, I, I guess with Fatu leaving, I guess they decided like this. Uh, either a, this is the plan all along, and yeah. I mean Fatu obviously should be involved if Contra's coming back in some way, shape, or form. Um, so I don't know whether they pulled the trigger early on it or if it, this was just the plan all along with it. But I mean, either way, um, I don't mind, but I am very curious to see where Contra goes with this because I, I definitely, uh, like, uh, I hope he bring, like, bring, like, I shouldn't say necessarily brings. He might have it. Who knows who are all under those masks. But I definitely yeah, hope he gets, he, he gets, he definitely, I'm definitely hoping he has, like, named, uh, uh, comp compatriots in yes. the group, uh, uh, just because, yeah, yeah. Not the same old guys, but yeah. you know, and I'm okay with the new, uh, old guys too, but it, but it definitely shouldn't be Mads Kruger and a bunch of nameless ghouls because, yeah, that, that'll be that'll be really lame, in my humble opinion. Uh, which you know, Kruger, for better or worse, kind of had some problems getting at various points 
in MLW getting over and staying over consistently because his book is, his booking has been so inconsistent. Um, and he doesn't need a bunch of nobodies taking beatings when he's yeah. eight feet tall and can exactly. squish most of the roster under his boot heels for fun. And that's true. Yes. Yes. But, but, and then this, and then the other point is we've been talking, we've been talking about it and now this has popped up too. Uh, MLW is very heel stably at the moment and heel stay stable. I want to take over the promotion. I mean, Selena De La Renta's promotion is a, is kind of uh, we'll call it distracted at the moment with our next with our next big surprise. But yes. like, we still have WTF who wants to overrun MLW. Contra in the past, uh, well, for a brief period of time, successfully took over MLW going into the pandemic era, and then before this coming distraction, promotion is Dorada was trying to stake a claim as like the the true ruler and matchmaking power of MLW. So I'm like. I'm curious to see where this goes because we have like three different stables who's been bent on MLW uh, takeovers and destruction. And yeah. and, then, and then the surprise being the fourth one coming up now. Yep. Uh, so yeah, our next match, which or okay. So, okay. We, we uh, skipped, we're skipping a match, but we'll go ahead and talk about it now. It's fine. Okay. We can come back. We can come back, come back to the other, uh, but, uh, but going along with, the surprise uh, going into our Lucha exhibition match, Mystico versus Averno. They didn't even wait for the end of the match for the surprise to this. Yes. We started the party with the return of Cesar Duran. Obviously they've been dropping hints for months upon months. And they've just flat out announced that um, the May show is uh, Azteca underground. Yes. So, I mean, we, we kind of had to put two and two together on that because he was the only one who, uh, you know, used the Azteca Lucha, you know, branding. Everybody else, everybody else, you know, had some other form of branding to go along with it. Yes. Uh, but is but is official uh, as of Saturday. Cesar Duran is back. He brought he officially brought in Mystico. He yes. is ready for violence. Now this match was everything that I've always wanted. I've seen these guys, and you know, when you bring two guys from Mexico who's worked together for a while, is basically bread and butter you let them go and they do everything they do um the thing that upsets me the most is that they had announced this for i want to say last month you know so i'm excited oh we're gonna get some cmml guys especially mystical and of course tony khan from another company decides well you know i, I could do that too i'm gonna start bringing in earlier than you guys and have them the same week that you're having your show on saturday i want to Having them come in on Wednesday, then I'm gonna have them again on Friday. Then I have one of the guys wrestle on Saturday while you having your show. So that kind of got me upset because you know Mexico was in a in a bigger promotion, bigger channel out there, and those guys were out there burning it live. And you know now you come down to MLW, a little smaller in Philly, you know, and they still did this shit. If if, if you love lucha wrestling. This is definitely one of the matches that you got to see. A lot of high-flying, a lot of turning of, of moves, a lot of grappling. Everything that you wanted to see it is there. I love the match. I just hate it that somebody else took the thunder away from them a couple of days earlier. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if nothing else, we can try to silver lining this and say, well, if you saw him on AEW, now now it can bring extra eyes to MLW because like, oh, hey, Mystico is also going to be on MLW, um, especially if 
like they went to AEW first and then popped over here. I mean, it's kind of like the Matt Cardona thing. Get 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 it gets his spots in the rest of the country. Granted, he well, he was kind of doing stuff. He does stuff like every week, so like it's kind of the same. But like, yeah, like I mean that. I mean, yeah, it did get some of the thunder stolen. I think, but like, I mean, good wrestling is good wrestling, and I think if you are going to follow your favorite wrestlers or follow a type and style of wrestling, like you're not necessarily going to miss out of it. And I know, I I know a handful of people who are really happy that Lucha is coming back full form in MLW. They're just kind of sad that, you know, that it's not all on YouTube anymore. And we have to, there's behind, it's behind a paywall such as last night, but you know, a lot of companies work behind that paywall now. So, you know, that's, I think it's an, it's ultimately a net neutral. It's just whatever streaming services you are going to choose to afford at the moment. And the thing is now the forbidden door thing, that's, that's, that's already over with. Now there's no such thing as a forbidden door because every week somebody from somewhere that you never thought was going to be there is there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And really like the forbidden door thing is, I mean, I think it's, We'll call it kind of passe anyway. It's it's uh, the forbidden door only really existed within the realms of the WWE because they were the only company that was refusing to work with anybody else. Like New Japan, New New, New Japan worked with people all the time. Works with people all the time. Like that's not it's not really that big of a deal. I mean, it is like it is. I mean, it is mildly you know important to see like some of the top tier guys to. But like on the flip side of it, some of those top tier guys already work for New Japan anyway. So like, is is I mean, is there truly a new dream match to watch Kenny Omega take on someone from New Japan because he spent like fifteen years there? If if casual fans don't watch New Japan wrestling, they won't see it if they don't get up at three in the morning on a Friday night or stay up that late to watch you know watch a live. Yes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because then you know you have no choice. Like, oh my God, what? Well, Kata gives new uh, gives Kenny in AEW. Oh, that's the forbidden door for you. I never seen that. But you know, us, we've seen it because we we stay on top of everything that happens all over wrestling. So to us, it's just a regular thing. But somebody new was like, oh wow, that's the dream match I never wanted. That now I want. So, yeah, and, and, I mean, I, I buy that. But on the flip side, uh, given how much information and streaming media is out there nowadays, like if they really wanted to get it, a lot of stuff is on demand. I mean, yes, it's great to have it for on free TV or well, we'll call it quasi free TV because you still yeah. got to get cable most of the time for the at the bare minimum. But, you know, if if you if you really want if you really wanted it, it it's out there in some way, shape or form. And, and then after this match, we found out that Mystico is going to challenge uh, Asuka Rocky Carmelo for the MLW um, middleweight championship, middleweight middle championship, uh, intimidation games. So that right there should be interesting to see if Mystico takes the belt and takes it back to Mexico, which has been there already with Rocky Romero. So yeah. it'd be interesting to see if they yeah. do that type of you know title change there. So yeah. Oh, and and on top of it, it regardless. It'll be a good match because oh. uh, Rocky, Rocky obviously can work the style, would, yes. and and Mystico, like Mystico's big problem working in America was working against American style wrestlers. When he's put in there with other lucha guys, it's like oh. you know it, it, he's the Mystico of old, just just a touch slower because that was fifteen years ago. Um, but he's yeah, flying all over the place. Yeah, he, but he's still like he's still amazing. Uh, just considering, um, but yeah, you so. Know, he, I, I, he got his fame in Mexico. You know, when he came here, 
he was in Cara. So the mystical guy, he never came to the United States until now. So, you know, so right. it, it's still it's still something new to us, even though we've seen him wrestle under a different gimmick for all yeah. this time under a mask. Well, so, now we're watching him wrestle well. <laughs> yes, exactly. But not watching him wrestle as his, you know, his original, you know, uh, persona kind of gives us that good from like, oh, shit, it's mystical, even though he's been here before, but it's really mystical now. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he's he's gotten his footing back because I know yes. like after he uh, got fired, um, like he still had some problems getting on his feet and kind of like, I don't know if he's regaining his confidence or if they're just other people weren't working well with him because he famously had a terrible match with Rey yes. Mysterio. And that was yes. before Rey Mysterio started, you know, you know, whatever bathing in virgin blood or whatever he did to like totally change his body. <laughs> cause, cause he, cause he was pretty, pretty run down for a time too. And then just, you know, through, uh, through a couple of surgeries and lost yeah, a bunch yeah. of weight too. Like yeah. you almost can't tell like he's ever lost a step as well. Yeah. And, and um, he's been out, but he should be coming back pretty soon. Mysterio. So, you know, whatever he got left in the tank, he's going to give it out there and, you know, and keep Flying till the body says, "Okay, we I can't anymore." Yeah, uh, just, just like uh, just like any good professional wrestler. I mean, you, how many of them truly retire, man? Exactly. <laughs> so, which which match did we skip? Uh, we skipped the uh, Death Machine Rules match. Oh, okay. I know which which I, I I I I figured that was partially a Freudian slip on your part because it's not really your style of match. Well, um, this one is not, but I was intrigued. But I was like. Uh, Sammy Callahan, I like I like his work. Only thing I don't like is the spitting and you know, that kind of shit that he does. That just kind of like, dude, come on, man, just stick to wrestling. You know, do your job. Get you know, do, get the heel pop. Play with the crowd. You know, get them upset. I love his work and I love the work he did with Tessa Blanchard down in uh, in the Impact days there. So you know, before all that shit happened, but you know, I've always been impressed with with Sammy and Akira. You know, he always. Since that one match he had with, with Azucar, I see him in a whole different light now. I still don't like this whole hardcore, all this blood everywhere nonsense thing. But I, I, I one match a show, I'm fine with that. I just can't have it back to back or or stuff like that. Yeah, and overall, uh, like they were pretty light on it as well. Uh, just because Sammy has kind of moved away from the pure deathmatch stuff yeah. himself, and he's done more, he does more of these hardcore-esque brawls. Um, Which but, I uh, like that better. Yeah, and and they and it was like, yeah, they brought out the barbed wire, but really, like, there was, it wasn't it wasn't done in a way to draw blood, and yes. let's, let's also face it, the Moodalock with the barbed wire was pretty gnarly. Um, so, like, they, like, they got innovative with the stuff. Um, and I, I did like the... put it on his mouth, too, and he was open. And he had, I'm like, oh, dude, like, come on, man. Yeah. Uh, I also liked uh, using an Akira 8x10 to do the uh, yes. paper cut spots. I thought yes. that was fun. Um, and then uh, they they did glossed over it and didn't focus on it. But Akira Muda'd, Muda misted uh, Sammy with a lemon, too. Uh, this was, of course, after Sammy used the lemon on him and on his paper cuts. Uh, oh, that's got to hurt. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, as, as, as a connoisseur of deathmatch wrestling, I know I've known a handful of guys like would have the death matches with, and usually the lemon lemons are involved with like they call it like pits of death. Oh. And and so like they'll have the regular stuff, and then there'll be like lemons and hot sauce and salt, and oh. the wrestlers will say like the thing that actually hurts the most 
is like the lemon, lemon juice uh, just well, because see, i believe the lemon juice and the salt but what why the hot sauce have you ever gotten hot sauce in a place it shouldn't be <laughs> not a whole, I'm, no because i'm not a big fan of hot sauce but shit i mean As, I, uh, salt. I, mean, the, I, I i'll put the hat on little story please, story time right ahead. uh Kudos, i have please. I have burned my face with a Carolina Reaper. Oh, straight up Reaper. Uh, I thought I was being hey, I had gloves on, but evidently there was a micro tear in my glove, and I didn't wash my hands in between re removing my glove and uh, w wiping my eye. Actually, I like I, I itched right here, and mm -hmm. yeah, I I burned my face pretty darn good. I, I it burned enough. I had to go shower. Oh, um, and there there's quasi video of it on the internet if you go oh. into my and if you go into my real youtube channel which is also the nova of cast um that i have a video of me playing well playing with the peppers and so i'm like so i'm talking about making like pepper flakes um and hot sauce and whatever but like at the very end is like an extra like i didn't record me wiping my face and you know screaming but i showed like the aftermath and like i had like welting Oh, and that—that's just from the pepper. Like that, there was no cuts on my face. It was that was just skin contact and welted me up. I'll stay away from the house. I was done. Jesus. Uh, so yeah, ladies and gentlemen, wash your hand. Uh, wash your hands before you uh, touch any pepper after you're done. After you're done touching peppers, and and then we got the surprise of Raven coming out. Yes, which, Raven made his return, which I'm still trying to figure out why now. Yeah. And, we think that he's going to side with the calling because that's why he started and he sides instead with Akira. So yeah. what the hell's going on there? Yeah, that's rather interesting. And I'm hoping we will get, get an actual explanation as to why. So I'm hoping Raven will stick around, uh, yeah. which, which he didn't really do before. Uh, but yeah, cause he did like the, the calling like welcomed him from the stage. Like they all like taped Akira up and pointed to the stage and then he walked out. And I'm sorry, my phone is exploding. Evidently, uh, real life is uh, popping up. Okay, <laughs> it's it, it's ultimately fine. Uh, non emergency. It's just there. There is a family group chat going on and some traveling. So it's one of those like, hey, I'm safe, and then everyone's chiming in like, great. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, but yeah. Um, that, I thought that was interesting. Uh, Raven making his return because he's been MIA like and it, it almost like the entirety of yes. the callings run and they did like reference him being gone and Ricky Shane Page basically taking over for him so I mean there's some places they can go with it but again it's only going to make sense if Raven stays around if it's just going to be like Raven's going to be like I never abdicated this throne you took it from me yes you know and then he disappears again like it really didn't mean a whole lot <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Just what's, what's the point of you coming for? Yeah, but I did. I did at least think it was interesting and and added. It was a nice little twist as a way to keep the feud going without making it necessarily feel stale. But we'll see. Like like the theme earlier, we'll see what the follow up is to see how it makes sense and fits into the yeah, narrative. I, I just hope that that title, the middleweight title, gets defended sometime. Because good lord, oh the open, national open weight. Oh, yes, he's, def he's defending it on those tapings. So uh, Jake Christ is coming. Yeah, because yeah, okay, yeah, you know he hasn't defended them title in months. Yeah, so. he, he's he is defending. I assume we'll see it at 
burning crush i believe it the next youtube show okay. is this month okay. uh that was part of the tapings well uh, that didn't that didn't make it all i know is this if by may whoever's the champion i'm praying and i'm going to petition to core bauer to give you a title shot where you are the show because everybody's coming in getting title shots nitty witty then are you going to be there in person I'm going to petition <laughs> him to give you a title shot because you, you deserve go it. For, I'm going to go for I'm going to go for all the titles too because if if uh, second year crew still ha- have the tag team titles, I, okay. I got a bone to pick with the one called Manders as well. well I, I, yeah. I my my wife will no no she doesn't like tolerating my bullshit. All right, so <laughs> she will not. You, you need a title you. shot. One of those bells got to come to your to you. You need a title shot. Court, I, I know, I know uh, you, you heard Muffins Court. Uh, I guess we're gonna, gonna go this way. There we go. Yes. You heard Muffins Court. I know, uh, I know you got feelers. Well, watch this show. No one yes. ever admits it because I'm loud and obnoxious. But we know well, because things, magi- go on Twitter things, things, ma- things magically appear after we complain about it sometimes. Yes, uh, we'll start petitioning that every week. Nova Alcaz needs a title shot on May 11. Yeah. So, you have a mask. So, so uh yeah so he is defending the title he did def- he is he has defended the title at the tapings that is the jake chris debut okay. which i am excited to see because jake has oh. been killing uh, jake has yeah. been killing it for years and he's been one of the better kept secrets in oh, wrestling yes. like, like I, after- I was happy when they came into impact back then i said oh wow they're bringing some new fresh guys and you know and then like they always do you know they go from being hot to being cold to being on the appreciated get stuck in some dumb storylines and you think wow that, that turned back quick yeah and i will put over jake uh, i mean sp- specifically jake because he's like since his original run in impact like he's had a total body change like yes he, yes. he has dropped a, a, a small person amount of weight um because we <laughs> know like i, I had a the, those who pay attention to the con i've had him on the show he's a friend a friend of the show and we talk extensively about some of his demons and one of the things he's most proud of is his weight loss where like he was actually bigger than me like in terms of weight like at his worst and he's and he put out like that's the when i was wearing the vest and all that stuff like i i was close to 240 pounds and he's only like five eight like he's not that big of a dude height wise and car- sure. carrying i wish know, carrying. i was 240 <laughs> I'm six feet. I wish I was yeah. 240. Yeah. But, but yeah, he then he, he had his epiphany and went to the, you know, goes to the gym every day now and is all, all for uh, gym life, takes the yes. selfies to prove it too. And again, like killing, killing it uh, in Wrestling Revolver. Um, he had, a, he had like a one shot back in TNA as well, where he had yes. that viral yes. moment yes. To, yep. uh, hit, hitting that cutter mid air on uh, yep. Alan Angels. Which was crazy. Go and then nuts. he came back again for like I know they for a while there with uh Sammy, and then once Sammy left, we started started leaving. I mean, and his wife Navia, I mean she's she's an awesome talent. She should be hopefully you know maybe you know hit a match or two there at MLW. I'll be happy. Yeah, I mean, they can always use more featherweights. Yes, they should. Uh, but yeah, so we got off topic. I mean, but yeah. you know, again, we're still talking yeah, about MLW and MLW and and the debut of jake christ yeah, um but yeah so yeah raven's oh, coming back yes. uh and don king made a one-night oh, return please. as well uh they it's might basically, have actually taped, they might have actually taped something new for him i'm not, I'm not entirely it's sure new because i i could uh, swore i've heard that same speech i mean it's always been the times he's been there 
I mean, it's always approximately the same speech, but he did add in. I don't remember him ever saying Beaumaier is for the people because he's mostly during like the straight up heel phase of the Beaumaier Fight Club and didn't really uh, has we haven't seen much of him since they became I don't know, face ish tweeners, yeah. uh, tweeners leading baby face. Yeah, the little surprise of Don King. Yeah, the shambling uh, corpse of Don King was brought back for uh, yeah, so I don't 30 know seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Or AI. <laughs> oh my AI A. Oh my A. Oh yeah. my A. So I don't know if that was actually Dan King or just AI <laughs> disguised as Dan King. It could be I, either way, they probably had to pay out the wazoo for it. If it if, for that, yeah, for thirty seconds. If, it, if, it's, if it's not, if it's not actually him, and they got permission to use him, like uh, it can become cheap. Or the ensuing lawsuit of using him without permission. That's yeah, so not going to be a, cheap. It's either. a hologram. It's a hologram. But yeah, so that led us into our main event, and you said you you got a, you got things to say about it. So yes. uh, so I I'm going to go along and eat my bread, drink right. my beer, as uh, you preach, brother. You know, and my issue is the Kojima. You know, I love Kojima. He's been there. You know, he is a you know a veteran. You know, he's he's adored in Japan. But, you know, you haven't come here. He's 53 years old. I'm expecting it's going to be a good match, hard-hitting. He's going to put King up more, elevate him more. And for some reason, he wins the belt, which just totally so took me by surprise. Now, my thing that I'm thinking is, like, why did this happen? The guy lives in Japan. It's, it's not like he's going to be here on a regular basis defending the title. Even though now we know that he will be defending the title uh, in the February 29th initiation game on a Thursday against uh, Suzuki Gun, so your 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 man there, uh, Murder oh, Grandpa. I, I am very happy with this match. Oh, I'm happy about this too. And it, now it's going for, and now it's going to be for the MLW title. But what? I mean, what's the reason? Like story wise, like what does this do for the title? I mean, like to me, this makes no sense. So I went on Twitter, you know, like I will do a Friday reporting stuff, you know, my disappointment on it. And one of the talents from the show kind of hit me up uh, on the DMs, which I was surprised. And, and kind of, you know, telling me that this is a good move and he's looking forward to the February 29th show, blah, blah, blah. You know, we go back and forth and then he left me a big voicemail, you know, telling me that that this is the right move for MLW right now at this moment to kind of get somebody else to come in that has a bigger name, try to do some stuff there, especially now with uh, Suzuki coming in in February. And hopefully in the future, you know, like things will change. And for me to trust the process of how things are going to go in the future. I told them, bro, I believe you, but I'm a couch GM. Don't forget that I'm a fan. We, we are internet couch. neck beers, ladies. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying. I'm a couch GM. People are upset. The Rock just came in and took Cody Rose spot. I don't care about that. Same thing that happened there is happening here. You know what I'm saying? So another old guy comes in, takes the title from a young guy to defend it against another old guy. Another show coming up before the end of the month. That's going to be a hard hitting match. And by God, I'm looking forward. To this match, by no means necessary. I am looking forward to this match because this is going to be hard hitting. But you're going to have two over 50 year old guys wrestling in a main event for a title. 
And then what happens? Is, is Kojima going to keep the title? Is Suzuki going to take the title from him? And then what's going to happen in March? Who's going to defend it against who? It's, it's just too many questions in my head. Not enough time, and my head cannot take all these different scenarios. I'm already a Libra, and we think already as it is. The last thing I want to do is wake up in the morning, 6.30 in the morning, because I have to get ready to work, and the first thing in my mind is why they can't lose the belt. Why Kojima? Why Suzuki? Why, you know, I got too much stuff. Kramer? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, I am an abashed Satoshi Kojima guy. I had my bread, got my beer, just like he told us to at the end of the show. Uh, and so I am definitely of two minds about this, because on one hand, I am, as a pure fan, just as someone who, watch, who who's watching the product without it, without worrying about getting on my podcast, getting on the camera here and ta- talking with my bros, doing a write-up for We Like Sports, you know. But as a pure fan, like, I love this move. Like, I love Satoshi Kojima. Like, he, he is a certified legend in the yes. business, etc. Like, that's great. But as someone who's, like you, trying to put things together, being armchair quarterback or armchair GM, like there's, I definitely have some questions about it. Uh, just, just because Kane has been so dominant, and like, where, where do you really go from here? Especially since we don't know the details of the talent contract, so we don't know how long Kojima is going to be to be here. Uh, I compared it. I've compared it at least in my head to uh, me playing uh, Total Extreme Warfare or Extreme Warfare Revenge for uh, stat nerds and game nerds out here, where playing as a small uh, playing as a small uh, company, I I my cha- world champion kept getting signed by this is a long time ago. So either WWE or TNA, they kept stealing my world champion because I couldn't afford I couldn't afford a written contract. I couldn't afford to lock them down. And so just to keep my belt basically within my company and keep a belt on a real person without having it vacated every month, I finally just put it on a 65-year-old Tito Santana. That's that's almost kind of how I feel about this. Just because, like, again, like, yes, he's a certified of a legend. Now he is the first, to, he was the first real, I'll, I'll, uh, there's an asterisk to, to that because Shane Douglas threw down the, uh, Shane Douglas was the first MLW World Heavyweight Champion and he threw the belt down because Court Bauer likes to rehash things very well. Uh, but Satoshi Kojima was the first person to actually win and hold on to the MLW World Heavyweight Championship. And so now he's the first two-time champ, which I, I, I do understand the appeal of doing something like that. And and let's also face it, Kojima is very over with the crowd at least in Philly. Uh is he that over elsewhere? I don't know, but he's also but he has made appearances in, you know, for other companies on a large scale. He wrestled CM Punk. And CM Punk gets to kind of say who he wants to wrestle. <laughs> like however regardless of how you feel about CM Punk, uh if he doesn't want to wrestle someone, he's not going to do it. And, and this show's going to be in New York. Yeah. Um and Oh, go ahead. Well, same thing got away from Philly. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We, we we are starting the tour phase of MLW. Yes. We're bringing back the tour phase. So we got New York, we got Florida, and we got Chicago yes. Uh, yes. coming yes. up. Yes. Um, but I, I I am overall curious, and it was very surprised that they chose to drop the title off of Kane in the way that they did. Like, like yes, it still took two lariats to put him down. So 
I'll, I'll get we'll give him credit for that. But again, we, we look at like the everything else. And is Ko Kojima going to be around long enough to make it worth everyone's while to give them the bump that they needed? And as such, like really, like if you're looking to pivot to somebody with some name value or some buzz about them, I feel like he sh uh, that Kane should have dropped the title a couple months ago, either to Richard Holiday, who is fresh off of, oh my God, he's back in MLW, yeah. and this is his first this is his first appearance on a major promotion since uh, since his return uh, from from being declared cancer free, or Matt Cardona, who is belt collecting and coming around the internet because i don't see kojima stay uh, holding the title for very long to be realistic like whether he drops uh, like do i see him dropping it to suzuki probably not but where does he go from there does kane get his rematch in april or you know what's i i i just kind of like i'm not sure where where to pivot from kojima especially if i don't if we don't see kojima necessarily as a long-term champion and maybe kojima is going to be a long-term champion maybe he is will it, you know has an agreement to work, come in and work because especially with mlw only taping once a month like yeah. he only needs to come in for a weekend and do his thing and then he can go back to japan or you know do small tours of the u.s or whatever it is he wants to do um but I'm just really surprised, you know, that's the direction that they've gone, that they're going to go, especially how uh, how much that like they've really invested in Kane and how and how he like how he has held the title. And he's been a very, very dominant champion, defeating like most of their previous champions in the form of Tom Lawler, Jacob Fatu and Alex Hammerstone. Uh, and then we have our secondary set of questions is what's next for Bomaye? What's yet next for Alex Kane? Especially since we already know that he is not going to get his rematch immediately unless there's like some hidden match at uh, Burning Crush that, we're, that we are not aware of yet because I've avoided that much spoilers anyway. Um, you know, does he like, wh what does he do? Does he, you know, does he sit and lick his wounds? Like, is he going to be Hammerstone and just F off for a handful of months? Is he going to come back right? Is he going to come back right away and just like tear things down because this wasn't fair to him or like this is not who he was? Or, you know, is he going to just, is he going to be Kofi Kingston and just be like, that's okay, Boma, yay. That's okay, Boma, yay. Um, but I know at least, and I, and I thought it was interesting. Also, I, I should have known something was up because of the Bomaye crew that surrounded that usually surround yep, yep. Kane. Like, wasn't there? Like, the actual members of the Bomaye Fight Club that yeah, wasn't was, yeah. that that wasn't Mr. Thomas wasn't there. Uh, Kaiju uh, Shea Edwards wasn't there, and I know for sure Jay Bougie wasn't there because he did a live reaction of him of Kane losing the title and arbitrarily tagged me in it for whatever reason. I, I think it was a mistype and. There's just enough overlap between MLW and MLW confusion that, or he wanted to get the word out there from a legitimate wrestling journalist. Could be that too. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so like it, that was kept pretty under wraps and I definitely, like, it caught a lot of people off guard. Again, is it going to be the wrong decision? Again, I'm not sure because again, like Kojima is a big name, but I'm not, I don't, but I'm not sure this makes narrative sense overall. That's the theme of the show, the narrative. And I don't, I'm not entirely sure how that fits in with the overarching narrative.
I guess time will tell and we'll see what happens in two weeks. Yeah, I guess as I said, like if nothing else, I mean, we're unless something happens in two weeks, we're going to one way or another, we were getting Kojima versus Suzuki, which is going to be a great match. I have no problems that with that being for the title i really like as much as i'm a fan of suzuki like i or of, of kojima i'm okay with like i'm okay with suzuki winning the title too like actually honestly it almost might be refreshing to have like a handful of very short reigns and almost like a batch of transitional reigns because so for the last years like people have been holding the belt for over six months plus and like yes like long title reigns can be it can be good but if everyone gets a long title reign, like it takes some of the, I think it takes some of the excitement, it can take some of the excitement out of it. Looking at you, my, my, my head just, light bulb just went off. That's ah. what you said right now. So Suzuki wins the bell February 29th from Kojima. He's the new MLW champion. The first opponent, Love Doug. <laughs> I mean, I'm down for it. I, I they, they have history. After what happened a couple of months ago outside there of uh, the, the ECW arena, why not? Yeah, no, and I and that is something that's missing uh, when you don't do a weekly television product is you don't have like you, you lose almost some of the unpredictability or like taking out some of the novelty out of the championship matches because when you do it when you have tv every week you can you know you can have your whole kogan come in for a squash match you yes. know and call it good i mean yes this isn't 40 years ago brother jack dude but you know you can have those little like fun little matches that are just styles clashes just to kind of like pad up the champion's record because yes, yes. because you know champions need to defend their title and like yes if you're only running like once or twice a month like obviously that that makes things a little bit difficult but otherwise you get your brock lesnar's and your roman reigns who hold the belt for you know, you know a year and a half or in the case of roman like three years but the number of defenses is less than 30 <laughs> you know does it you know are are you really that great of a champion yeah, if you're not fighting comers? yeah i just saw he's at 999 wins from all televised non-televised house shows so he's his his winning record is nine hundred and nine nine wins. He's one win short from hitting a thousand wins. I mean that's that's an impressive number. Range. I mean, and it, but Hulk Hogan was doing that in a year, brother. <laughs> yeah, he went what five years. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, um, but again, like being a fighting champion is much different than you know taking months off at a time as well yeah. um and again like mlw you're getting a title defense every month so that's not necessarily that's not necessarily an issue but also running that once a month like kind of takes away from some of like uh, some more interesting matchups i think even though if you know what the uh, know what the outcome is going to be yeah. like watching suzuki and love dog would be great but people are going to poop all over that if you do of it course. as like a thriller pay-per-view if yeah. something you have to spend real money for, people are going to poop all over it. Yeah. But if you this, had fusion, this, this you can do taping, it. Yes, a taping yeah. match. Yeah. But now, now Rob, I, I, I want you to share uh, the good news that happened to you last week when you wrote the little report there that you did. Oh, okay. Uh, I, know, I know it's not. I know it's not MLW related, but it's still kind of cool. Well, I, I, I actually I, I dropped a second article uh, yesterday. Uh, so I have been brought on as a contri uh, contributing writer to uh, We Like Sports, I believe it's .com, 
Um, so uh, I will, uh, the deal, there's no deal in place. It's just articles as I see fit. Like uh, they, when they ask, they, they asked me aboard and I'm like, one, I don't really watch sports ball. Two, I notice on your background that you guys really only talk about WWE and AEW, and I don't pay, I pay attention, but I don't know if I pay enough attention to it to have good opinions exactly. on it, or at least in terms of like weekly roundups or whatever. And they're like, no, just do you know, just do whatever it is you want to do. We are looking to get some you know, get some exposure to the indies. I'm like, cool. Uh, so uh, I did. Uh, I've have two articles over the last couple of weeks. Uh, one is. Uh, kind of talking about the most random participants in Royal Rumble history. Uh, so Some of those names I forgot about when I read yeah. that. I so like, they're, they're, they yes. are out there. And and spoiler, for no good reason, I did put uh, Jordan Grace on there just to throw a bone. Because I didn't really throw anybody on the women's side. Uh, but we've really never had a WTF like women's you know women's person outside of maybe santina morella but um and then uh yesterday we all uh, we also dropped an article uh giving a re uh, giving a shortened less snarky review of um yeah super fight there we go this week this weekend's event so so if you want just straight up results uh with a little bit of narrative rather than me full-on neck bearding and playing armchair gm or you That's just don't think job. my yeah. That's or my if job. you don't think my jokes are funny, like there uh, you, you 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 can go to welikesports.com uh, and uh, check out the review there. But if you're if, or if you just want to support, watch this, check that out. And of course, uh, is ten pounds a pod? When's ten pounds a pod coming back? Is that coming Tomorrow. out soon? Tomorrow, Tomorrow. Uh, Wednesday comes out. It does. Uh, NWA starts back on the CW app now, starting tomorrow. Yeah. So so, so in addition yeah. to you know, checking out the printed word, yes. you know, be sure to check out 10 pounds of pod. That's making a comeback. Yes. Like of course, yeah. MLW yeah. confusion come uh, drops every, every Friday, even, even right now with there, when there's no MLW, I am trying to get back to the independent wrestling community. And uh, when MLW is not on that week, I've been trying to give a spotlight to a random independent promotion. Uh, currently uh, we, we've done uh, SCW pro, which of course, always a sponsor for scw pro events at scw pro uh covered uh mid mid states wrestling out of well the kind of like former mid-south area with a little bit more to the uh midwest slant to it uh and uh last week we covered uh effie's big gay brunch which featured the debut of an alter ego of mlw wrestler akira known as made kira which was a blast and unlocked a kink in the wife with, with the pink hair Pink hair, pink yes. made outfit, pink yes. Crocs too, and that. But unfortunately, that's where I draw the line of being awesome is your pink Crocs. Uh, but that, so that being said, check all those things out. You know, so uh, we, we got a bunch of things over uh, going over in the Urban Wrestling Network. We are a network. Get, NWA is coming back. Rob Chef has come out of the woodwork, and he's yes. do, he's doing a bit. He's he, God, dropped yes. today or dropped. I don't know when this is going to drop, but as a recording dropped today, uh, his little uh, his thoughts yeah. on the return of Contra, yes. and of course follow us on the socials. We got the we got the scroll bar down there. Uh, we are on pretty much almost any batch of social media. At least the combination of us is on all the social medias, whether it's Twitter and Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I'm on Blue Sky now for some odd reason. You know, uh, 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 MLW Confusions on TikTok. I don't know what crazy crazy things uh, muffins 
he's got going on in the background that he doesn't yell too much about because I don't promote the TikTok at all because I'm not good at well, it. I don't, I'm too I'm cool <laughs> for TikTok, so yeah. But yeah, so check all, all that stuff out. Hit up hit us up on the links. Of course, as always, we would be remiss if we if we weren't uh, talking about hitting that subscribe button if you haven't already. Hit the notification button. Hit like. Leave a comment because those things are actually the most important part of the algorithm. So if you really like us and want to support us in a way that's free, the best way to do that is to hit like and leave a comment. Plus, we've given a myriad of opinions. You might think we're wrong. Tell us why we're wrong. Uh, we will accept it. We might even challenge it and get a conversation going. Because what what wouldn't we be if we didn't argue with strangers on the internet? Because we are the internet wrestling community. A batch of neck beards. Oh, we got filters. Muffins is exploding at the thought of fighting with strangers on the internet. That was cool. <laughs> I like that. I got that nothing cool. on that. that I got nothing on that. We're, that was we're cool. not. I don't know where that came from, but that was cool, though. <laughs> was that me? I, that I, was didn't you. It. I didn't touch I, anything. Me either. I don't know what happened. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's I, exploded. I, I, I finally blew your mind. Yes. You, you really had a tough, enough of all my bullshit. You, and with that being said, folks, we bid you a good night and deuces. Hey, <laughs>